Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Come in, eat some cake, <laughs> have some wine. I doff know who wrote this um, book of... <laughs> Okay, let's see if I can actually pull off. I've had not, not an awful lot of time to... I have no idea how long this episode's going to be. I'm really hoping you guys are up for it. Is it going to be an absolute bonanza? Well, I guess we'll have to find out. Hello, and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. My name's Beef, and with me, as always, is... One of you say your name. Oh, this is Bob Shoy. Cheers! So we're drinking Kool-Aid, which is why Tiss is off his rocker. <laughs> half, half sugar. No added sugar apart from the obscene amount of sugar that I saw in that bowl. Yeah. Yeah, are you guys enjoying the Kool-Aid? Um, not really. No. It's really underwhelming. Through the sugar. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe more sugar would be better. Yeah, but I refuse to put that much sugar in. No, it's too yeah. much sugar. <laughs> so if you can't make a nice flavour with that amount of sugar that you put in, it's not... It's not okay for that to be a drink. The actual powder smelled amazing, like yeah, yeah. it smells great. When when we smelt it, when we wafted it, yeah, like, over the bowl, wafting it into our noses, it Rubs was really really tasty. Yeah, ah. so good. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it's all right. Yeah. What a letdown for everyone who's waiting for our taste of Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. Right. sorry. Um, maybe if it was another flavor, can you get other flavors of Kool Aid? Yeah, as loads. It? Really? Yeah, loads. Watermelon. That would probably be too underwhelming again, because watermelon's not a massive flavour, is it? I love watermelon, but it's not like a big hitting, punching flavour. I like watermelon. Yeah, so do I. It's just not a massive... Pear. <laughs> That'd be gross. Yeah. No, I don't think pear. I don't like pears. Just, I know, pears are great. It tastes like pear drops. Yeah. No. Anyway, so we were sitting on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still in your house, but for two more days, it's your house. I move house tomorrow, yeah. Um, but while Becca's out there cleaning the garden, <laughs> we don't want to let anyone down. So the last episode of Weird yeah. Tales recorded here. Not the last episode of Weird Tales. God, get that in before anyone does anything yeah. stupid. Um, it's the last recorded here. Yeah. And we'll sit on the floor, no furniture. Do you feel sad? 
Probably what, to, to be house. moving out here? No, not to be moving out. Do you feel? Does it feel like the end of an era that we're recording here? For oh the last yeah, time? it's kind of weird because we've never even been in this room. So now we're recording on the floor. No, we recorded at mine before the new premises, and that was for witchcraft episode episode number. I don't know. What and the Christmas episode. Oh, we did the Christmas yes, one and weird and one. weird media. And Donald Trump going nuts. <laughs> yeah. one. There you go. So there's a good little backs. There's a good little backlog yeah. of ones that have recorded. There. When we record at yours, are your parents going to be there? Probably. Are they going to try and join in? Mm, probably. Is your mum going to like come and join us on probably. the pod? She'll be on rubs. So I next imagine. next discussion episode will be your parents. No, my mum won't be. So, like, shall I get cracking? Yeah, crack into it. Um, so I wanted to honour. Um, so Bob sent me a list of um, of some votes that came in from our patrons, right? Yeah. Um, and I got a, a list of topics. Um, to to choose from so and I, I obviously wanted to honour one of them I think I had other ideas that I was kind of dipping into and out of but um, managed to pick one in the end which I realised I just got my iPad because I realised I didn't tell you who suggested them yeah I, I'd like to know who yeah, yeah. I'd like to know who's this is who this is for um, I just sent you the messages didn't I I can get it out uh, but yeah I, I only know the list the list I had uh, was Session. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't give away the list because we might use some of these in the future. All oh, right, okay. We'll cancel that. Rub that. <laughs> okay. So, what is it? So today we are looking at the life of Rasputin. Oh, yeah. Well, this was a double suggestion. Oh, really? Two people suggested Rasputin. Okay, good. Yeah, awesome. Um, it was Emma Apps who right. has been listening the week before. Okay. And it was also Sean Torrance who oh, has really? been listening the week before. Oh, fantastic. Well, Emma and Sean, I'm really... Oh, wait, no, it wasn't Sean. Was it not? No, fuck Sean, it was Emma. Oh. I can't remember who else did it. If I remember, I'll tell you. Okay. (laughs) So, it's not Sean. Sorry, Sean, I didn't didn't pick what you you picked, but how do I have known what you picked? I might have done. He he suggested... Uh, Yeah, that that is something that really interests me. I just picked this. Yeah, so hopefully, if you voted for Rasputin, hopefully this episode won't disappoint... Um, I haven't spent as much time researching this as, as I normally would. Uh, I just got back off ho- holiday yesterday, but I hope that you guys are going to be interested by this because... I'm mega interested. I think out of all the people that... I think there's maybe only been a few people that I've looked at myself, including like all the people in the Serial Killers episode. This guy is quite a character. Um, so... I mean, what do you guys do? I'll be honest, though. Before I started looking at this guy, like, yesterday, I knew almost nothing about Rasputin. Do you guys know anything about him in particular? Um, I know... Wasn't he a bit randy? A bit randy? Yeah. Uh, well, I he was... Be making that up. No, he was... he's Russia's Greatest Love Machine. Russia's Greatest Love Machine. He... Maybe. I don't know. That might have been... Putin. There's a song. Do you know that? That song? might have been Putin because he's been putting it everywhere. Oh, do you know the song? What Rasputin? Ra Ra Rasputin. Uh, yeah, I know of it. Yeah, I, yeah. Ra Ra Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Is it Boney M? Boney M. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've. Uh... That was also a second follow-up request from Emma that we used as the outro. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, where? Yeah. <laughs> um. So what so do you, we know about Rasputin? So you, I, I'm only asking this because I genuinely. Like when we talked about Nostradamus, mm-hmm. I knew a fair amount. Like I, he was a familiar figure to me. But Rasputin is really—he was 
quite unknown. I didn't really know much about him other than he was Russian. Didn't he defy that? Or Serbian. He's actually Serbian. He wasn't Russian. Oh, really? Probably. Let me just double check that before I go... uh... I might be getting the lyrics wrong. Uh, Yeah. uh, Oh, no. Sorry. He was born in Siberia. That's Russia. Yeah, there we go. Siberia is Russia, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, he was. He was born in Russia. Sorry, I got that wrong. Right. Didn't he defy death? Uh, well, wasn't he tried to? They tried to kill him so many times. That's that's kind of something which, as far as I can tell, is a bit of a myth. Oh, um, was he a myth? Was he was he was quite a tricky bugger to kill, though. It yeah. seems like I've heard from two different sources that um, his like his death was quite like yeah, like I say, he was quite tough to kill, but he wasn't impossible. There are myths as well that he was he resurrected from the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard that. Um, which is bollocks. Um, is it? Wow! Wow! Well, I heard I, that. <laughs> I heard that. What's <laughs> <laughs> that mean? The uh, the guy who faced Will Shakespeare apparently was Rasputin. Oh, is it really? Back from the dead. Hi, Tish. Tish is back. <laughs> uh, well, we'll come on to his death in a minute. We, we need haven't to... done a uh, Will Shakespeare's bullshit reference for quite a while. No, because so it's, not, that back. it's <laughs> not a long enough yeah. thing One of our listeners messages me, he messaged me a couple of times just to say they're his favourite bits when we talk about Will Shakespeare being bollocks. He is bollocks. <laughs> he is bollocks. <laughs> it's not real. What do you mean it's not real? What isn't real? You're going to believe the media. The he didn't write them stories. He so didn't who write did write it then? Penguin. He didn't, he didn't exist. It was a collective of writers that wrote all the books. <laughs> Put He's the Will Shakespeare grave. name to it. He yeah. was an actual person. Well, it was a grave mistake to put that. Oh. Or wasn't he an idiot and they just used his name? Yeah, yeah. He couldn't even read. They gave him a fanny hairstyle and they said, to there distract you go. distract everyone. There you go, Will. He was rich and he bought all the stories. He had shadow riders. You're changing your idea as you go. Nah. So you went idea, from, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said that he was an idiot and they just used his name. No, that's Why would they do that? Obviously he was an idiot. Okay. And that he was rich. I said he had a funny And name. he had a load of shadow writers. Yeah, he had a shadow, yeah, shadow writer. But then wouldn't you, even if he couldn't write, he'd still have the ideas. He'd still be able to articulate to someone how to write what he, the story he, he had, had in his no mind. ideas. Oh, my <laughs> life. He just said, write a really and good story. And there's loads of... has brought his... Uh, his no. He wants to get his hook, line and sinker of, today. There's loads he just of loads of people that said, write a really good story, and you all have to write them similar, so it looks like they're written by the same person. <laughs> there's loads of references <laughs> in his books to the fact that he didn't write the stories. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Well, Maybe Tiss, we need to revisit this in more detail. so you can look at this as an episode at some point. Because in Romeo and Juliet, it says, I doff know who wrote this... Um, Bookham. Thisum. Thisum. Bookham. Bookham. It doesn't have... Really, happen. really went off the rails. That's it? what Romeo said. Doff. <laughs> I doff know. <laughs> doff Vader. Right, what was then? Recipe. Okay. Yeah. So, Tiss. So, okay, so it was a bit of a horny Randy bugger. Yeah. I'll come back to that in a sec. Tiss, what's your knowledge of Rasputin? Didn't he shout, Stella! <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, no, no. Rasputin he, was he may have a dirty fellow. <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll just <laughs> moving on. Rasputin was a dirty fellow, apparently. <laughs> a dirty bedfellow. Okay. So your your knowledge, your collected knowledge, is that he was a He's dirty, dirty bedfellow. Fellow. A dirty bedfellow. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of him. You never heard of him? I've heard of him, oh. but I've, I've not heard him. I know what he looks like. He's got a big beard. That's how you know he's bald head, right? That's how you know he's real because no one's heard of him. 
Well, we'll Spirit. come on to his appearance in a sec. I know him it, from Hellboy. He's like one of the main villains in Hellboy. Yeah, but that's just Rush. <laughs> and he resurrects. That's just him as like a comic character. And he's getting his own spin-off series. Yeah. So he's okay. still alive then, obviously. Why don't we just have a brief overview? Well, did he have a big beard and a bald head? <laughs> he did. Rumors followed him all his life. At the age of 10, this Siberian peasant was said to read minds and heal sick animals. Growing up, he developed a taste for drinking, thieving, and sex. He joined a Russian Orthodox cult which believed its members needed to experience sin. In St. Petersburg, his magnetic personality and weird ideas drew the attention of high society. Eventually, he met Empress Alexandra. The strange monk succeeded where doctors had failed. He cured Alexandra's son of hemophilia. Because he answered Alexandra's prayers, she believed that God spoke through him. He predicted that if he was killed, the royal family would not live more than two years. When drunk, which was pretty often, he bragged about his wild sexual escapades with the royal family. Now, that was the last straw. In 1916, the Tsar's cousin lured him to his palace. The monk was poisoned, shot, and bludgeoned, but only when he was thrown in the icy river did he finally die. And 15 months later, the Russian Revolution destroyed the monarchy. The royal family was executed, just as predicted by the mad monk, Gregory Rasputin. He was a mad monk. I've heard of that before. What's haemophilia? Haemophilia is when you can't stop bleeding. If you get a cut, you, you just bleed and bleed and bleed. That isn't haemophilia good. <laughs> no. No. It's, uh... I always get it confused with the one where you have really thin skin, so you can cut really easily. Uh, I forget what that one's called. Um, isn't, that, isn't it the same thing? Is it? Because my friend had that when I was a kid. Hemophilia. He had the one where you have you can cut really easily. I think it's. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not the same thing. Yeah. So uh, he sounds like a uh, interesting fellow. <laughs> a bedfellow sounds like an interesting bedfellow. Yeah, I love that he was like horny and got drank and was just like, you never guess what I was up to, and just like bragging about his sex capades and. Yeah. 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 He's um. Yeah. He's he was a very. Interesting guy. There's there's quite a lot really that we could talk about, and um, just like Tiss, Tiss always gets drunk and brags about all his sexual escapades. No. Yeah, he's so he was born into a peasant family in Siberia, mm. um, and so obviously, I mean, it kind of still is, but at, uh, particularly at the time, Siberia was just just vast nothingness. Still is, um, which it still is, yeah. but I think even more so. It was, you know, it's cold, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, cold, sparse, harsh landscape. That yeah. Um, but he he went off to become a monk, uh, monk, and apparently went to the monastery. And I think this is when he, like his his ideology of faith, started to kind of take a bit of a downturn. I don't really know what he was expecting to achieve. I don't think it it, it doesn't look like he actually. Wanted to become a monk? It's like that whole thing about the cult, like, oh, everyone has to experience sin. It's like, if I say this in, like, a cultish, mysterious and religious way, it's like an excuse just to just fuck around. Well, do you know what? It, I mean, I I kind of feel like he was pretty close to becoming some kind of cult leader. Yeah. So the cult that he was a part of um, was called the Kleists. Right. Uh, which was an under, it was like an underground sect, so it's quite, you know, quite. Do you know used like that for a band name? Yeah. Kleists. Yeah, it sounds like it would be like an in mm. band or something. So Kleist or Kleisty, yeah. it take it takes its origin from the word Christ, 
right. um, or Christ believers. But they basically, his ideology was that in order for you to purge your soul of all sin, you had to sin. Right. And that gets it out. By sinning, you getting out your sin. Oh, right, okay. That's like, <laughs> it's like an excuse to sin. Yeah, but the only sin he seemed to... That's great, to, I'm going to join that cult. The only thing that he actually did or that saw he... As a sinful act that you purged to get out was was tons of sex, loads of dirty sex, loads of dirty, filthy, whorish like sex. Saying, I need to stop having caffeine. It's a coffee. Yeah, yeah it is. It's like when, sounds um, pretty water it's thin like when for me. You get caught smoking, and it does like, oh, you like cigarettes, do you? Yeah, I'm like smoking the whole pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at once. <laughs> like sinning, do you? Yeah, you sin your brains out. Why don't you have loads of sex with loads of promiscuous people? Maybe I will. Um, there are rumours I don't know how true this is but there are rumours that when he went to the monastery um, monks like were engaging in uh, homoerotic activity classic Um, did you hear that Tess? I hadn't heard that so it looks as if his ideology when he got to this monastery is like if these are monks and they're having it off of each other you know, particularly when the Bible says you don't do that, then what is this? What is this place? There's no integrity here. Right, okay. So it looks as if he kind of changed his way of thinking. When when he went to become a monk, um, that could have been like the making and breaking of him. So he would either become this monk that he wanted to do. When he went, he couldn't read or write. So it's possible that he went there to do that because obviously that kind of a lifestyle was so strict that you would learn to read and write pretty quick because right. you'd... So I don't really didn't, know. It seems quite ambiguous, just have to, really. Like keep writing the Bible out again and again. Isn't that what monks do? Is that just one specific type of monk? I think that's kind of uh, yeah. I think I think monks are quite. They, or is that just really old, like before printing presses to get the word out as much as possible? They would all just like all day sit and like write yeah. the Bible from start to finish and just keep doing it again and again. And yeah, if they made much. like one mistake, they start over again. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so crazy, obviously yeah. um, monks are very different now. Um, I've met a few monks. <laughs> I make a mistake every time. Um, yeah, so that that was pretty much the lifestyle that he'd signed up for. And I think he was probably quite disappointed and a bit sort of like, well, if this is what monks get up to, then what's, what's the point? I may as well do my own thing. And um, he liked these naughty practices. But he would, but he would get loads of... He seemed to pick up quite a following. But he gets results, doesn't he? He cured that person. Well, he got back to... When he got back to his kind of like hometown... People say he changed quite a lot. Oh, really? So people were saying you He's went, changed. you went away on this, you know, to become a monk, and you've come back. And some people were a bit wary of him, a bit like mm, he's just this weirdo that's come back and he likes banging people. And a few people were quite taken in. They, they, because he, um, he were he was a horse whisperer. All oh, right. So he then is that what the like whispering to horses and trying to get them to to you know. Um, do what I don't know what do horse whispers do talk to horses yeah but what do they talk to them about they like get them to calm down and tame them and yeah. whoa, 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 whoa 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 they just go whoa boy yeah uh, <laughs> and people saw that as a bit of a mystic because they they didn't really understand it they didn't really understand it but they must have seen results they must have seen that when he whispered to horses, they would calm down. Maybe he was just really good at taming horses, but he wanted to be more mystical. So he was like, yeah, I spoke to it and told him to do that. Actually, he was out there like wrangling it and stuff. I talk to Ari all the time. She doesn't do anything, I say. <laughs> so I'm a not dog whisperer. But he, I, I, I couldn't really see much else other than that he came back as this kind of mystical guy. Um, and he kind of started up this 
Yeah, he started up this this sect, and he would kind of lead it. So did he do spells? Uh, he didn't do spells, from what I can tell. Um, but he apparently so people would people with his touch. Well, come on to that oh, in a okay. sec. Mm-hmm. But when he came back, people um, quoted him as being a bit of a hypnotist. So they didn't use that language, but that's what we would say today. Like right, he had okay. a soothing presence about mm. him. Hypnotist. Well, they didn't. They didn't use that. They didn't use that word. But um, if I show you a picture now, people were quite mesmerised by his eyes. They said his eyes were quite. There's a photograph of him. Yeah. So that's Grigor. Oh my god! I didn't realise that she was around with photographs. Fucking hell, he's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) What's his profile pic? (laughs) He is creepy. He looks like the evil version of John Lennon. Yeah. Big old beard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just say what you see. Uh, <laughs> it's not a catchphrase. I thought he had a bald head. Or was that later? Um, in that life? was later in life. Right. Do you um, reckon I could get away with the bald head and a long beard? You could get away. Uh, what do you want to get away with? Murder. <laughs> I mean, would it look alright? Do you reckon I get away with murder if I. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you'd suit a bald head. Cool. I might do that one day. Are you gonna? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so, people, so now you've seen a picture of him, would mm. you say that. You would be quite taken in by this guy. Would he be someone that you would pay attention to, or be I wary think, you know of what or? I said about him looking like an evil John Lennon? Yeah, that's the way I think of him. Yeah, because people will listen to John Lennon, and they like believed his message and everything. It's true. Um, and in, his message was good. It was like it was flimsy, just like love. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, got any more? Just love. But <laughs> Rasputin had like an evil message, mm. or did he? Was he evil? Just jumping to conclusions. Well, he was like, fuck, sin, do we want? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he... Basically, he wasn't wasn't necessarily evil. No. But he was just... Sordid. I think very... He's one of these people that were just... Somehow made his way into power. And mm. was quite... Cheeky. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> he... I don't know. It just seems like... Um, what's the word? Like, he had a lot of presence about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess... Like a bit of a smooth talker, because he was. So when he came back from his monkery, um, he what, uh, he would tell people that they could. So the the Kleists, right? This is what I was like mm, the typical cult leader stuff, right? Because he came back and told the people that were following him that they could get rid of their sin, but only through him. Uh, so they all had to shag him, and then they'd get rid of their sin. Oh, that's Jim Jones proto. Yeah. So it didn't murder anyone, from what I can tell. But that is filth, isn't it? But it's that's t- what Jim Jones. Oh no, Jim Jones didn't say that. He was like, no. "You got to be virgins." But I'll fuck you. Well, this this guy pretty much went around. He was like, "Look, I want to help your souls. I want to cleanse you and free you of all your sin." So if you want to sin, if you want to shag someone, you have to do it through me. It has to be me. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, um, so he kind of. It sounds like he kind of floated around his village a bit and, and then became a bit of a wanderer. Whoa, a bit of float- a- no, I didn't know he could fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he levitated. He? <laughs> uh, no, became, he became a bit of a pilgrim right. um, and just went off on his own journey. Uh, but then he made his way to St. Petersburg, which is where he met the royal family of Russia. It's the capital of Russia, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it? It's Moscow. No. St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg's capital. I think so. Is it one of those weird questions where 
like what's the capital of Australia and Canberra. everyone goes Sydney yeah I'm it? like I'm actually thinking now is it Moscow or is it St. Peter's St. Peter's I think it's Moscow actually but I think it's Moscow it could be but I for ages thought Berlin uh, Munich was actually the capital of Germany is it Berlin but it's Berlin yeah it's Berlin and I, well, I got confused because Munich used to be the capital of Bavaria before it split up it's Moscow Moscow's the capital okay Um. so yeah so we made his way to the capital and somehow again I can't find Really, any way of it. I think it's just he kind of smooth talked his way into the royal household and became pretty much what he called himself almost like the right hand man of the king or whatever his name was of the Tsar. Was the Tsar friendly of him? Uh, not in that way. No, I don't mean like that. I mean, like, did he do what they both? Yeah, he, yeah, they loved each other. Um, well, not, not in that <laughs> way. <laughs> he just said not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were in love. <laughs> Um, so I think we've now got to a, a video I'm trying to find okay is it a video of, of Rasputin they have video cameras in those days I think it's I think this is where it, it explains when a bit was about, he alive uh, from 18 1869 uh, and died wow. December 30th 1916 and they had cameras then I guess so very basic Polaroids yeah like really well they made Polaroids still then Okay, so this, I think, is the story of, of like, him in St. Petersburg. Okay. St. Petersburg's royal court, reigned over by Tsar Nicholas and his Tsarina Alexandra. He won the confidence of the royal couple themselves, especially Alexandra, when he performed an apparent miracle. He seemed to heal their hemophiliac son, Alexei. According to an eyewitness account, he stood at the foot of the bed, he prayed, the whole scene was very quiet, and the boy woke up and saw Rasputin. Astonishingly, the boy's pain disappeared and the bleeding stopped. Rasputin did come and did relieve his pain and suffering and, and, and help. And the real question is, what did he do and how did that work? Some people argue for hypnosis, some people argue for coincidence, some people argue that he actually had an accomplice in the palace who would make Alexis sick and then call Rasputin just as the boy was about to be re- about to recover. The fact of the matter is that for over 10 years, Rasputin systematically healed the boy every time he was attacked by hemophilia. The doctors who hated him were amazed and his ability to do what he did. They were envious. They were very impressed. And I submit that that's an interesting piece of evidence for the fact that he had a healing gift of some sort. Rasputin's influence over the royal pair was cemented by this success. They came to rely upon him for advice in many fields. As World War I loomed, he advised the Tsar not to enter it. A terrible storm cloud lies over Russia. Disaster, grief, darkness, and no light. A whole ocean of tears. There is no counting them, and so much blood. The disaster is great, the misery infinite. This time, though, the Tsar ignored a Rasputin warning. And when war began in the summer of 1914, Russia was soon fully committed. But as Rasputin had predicted, it was to go badly. With an ill-equipped army and inept generals, Russians were slaughtered by the hundreds of thousands. 
Tsar Nicholas took command of the army personally and headed for the front lines. With her husband away, Tsarina Alexandra's closeness with Rasputin, increasingly believed by court officials to be sexual, provoked some aggrieved courtiers into taking desperate measures. They resolved to get rid of the so-called mad monk, but it wouldn't be easy. Okay, we'll leave it there. Definitely sexual. There's if his reputation of... is anything to go by. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's quite a lot in there that I want to talk about. Yeah, me too. Um, which is just fascinating. Um, I, I, I think there's... there's um, um, I'll be honest, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I watched the um, like the first 10 minutes of, of this documentary on, on YouTube, um, which is, if you go on Timelines channel, mm. uh, it, they do quite a lot of biographies of historical figures, and Rasputin's one of them. I'll put um, a link to it on the uh, Yeah, pop it, well. pop it on if you want to watch it. It's 48 minutes long. Mm. Um, it looks uh, From what I watched, it was pretty good. I just haven't had a chance to watch it all. Um, but, yeah, it looks as if he kind of... I couldn't find anything other than him healing uh, the Tsar's son. But how's he doing anything that? of any? I can't find anything else that tells me what else he did as like performing miracle in like healing miracles. How's he doing that though? Well, I don't. I I don't know. I I mean, a part of me is, um, you know, coming from a faith background. I'm like, well, it's possible that God Maybe could have used him as a. If you read the New Testament, it's full of God using the disciples and to perform miracles through through them. So it's possible. I don't know. Maybe he did have some kind of faith, uh, and kind of you know, if he prayed, it says he prayed at the foot of his bed, and like would uh, would God not mind that he was a bit of a sex fiend? No, I don't think. I think God understands that <laughs> humans are prone to sinful nature. Um, no, I, I think God. Like in my opinion, I think. Like God would want to to heal this this kid. How more do you think than... he did it, Tessie? Well, because hmm. every time this kid had a hemophilic incident, they would just get on the blower to Rasputin. He would get around there and stop it. Cotton wool. <laughs> cotton, cotton wool. Have you seen how people bleed when they're hemophiliacs? No. You can't stop it. It's not yeah. like put a band-aid on no, it. No, it just doesn't stop. It just goes and goes and goes. But surely you can put enough pressure on it to stop it. Like it's But it's not Because it doesn't coagulate. It all you'll like do it doesn't like clump. You all you'll yourself, do yeah, if you it. if you cover it and put pressure on it, um it won't stop it, it will just trickle out. So if you had like a even not even a deep cut, you'd eventually see it coming out the sides. Like you yeah. can't clump There's it. There's nothing like making the scab like healing it over. Maybe he designed some sort of mental scab. Maybe he made glue. Maybe he used meditation. <laughs> I'm not joking. He might have made like a shitty glue and like just wiped it over the cut. Now there's quite a few people which excuse me, which glue. I found, which I found um, was quite an interesting, like uh, explanation. Some people have said that it could have been like the placebo effect. Mm. So, oh yeah, because your body can do like amazing things on its own just from like yeah. what you're thinking. That's what I mean, yeah. meditation. Yeah. So, um, so they, they said this guy's going to fix it. Manifestation. The kid is like, oh, it's okay, he's going to fix it. But doctors say all the time that a positive attitude really can help mm. in, you know. So, I, I had a, a friend I used to work with at New Wine. Yeah, so I had a guy I used to work with there who um, he had cancer. Uh, and died a few weeks ago, but he was given he was given three months to live in October, um, and died 
Yeah, so I don't know how many months ago that is, but that's not that's a lot longer how long was than he given? three months. So he was given three months in October, so he should have right. died in January ish. Um, but he he chose from day one, like all over Facebook, he would put like a video daily encouraging people to be positive. And um, yeah, I, I, in my opinion, it it it's that kind of thing can can only help you. Oh, definitely, I think so. So because there's got to be something that positivity. The feeling of positivity is a very different feeling in your body. You feel when you feel positive. Yeah, and you are positive. You feel better. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, positivity makes you feel good. Yeah. And that can only make a positive chemical effect yeah. on your body. But there's people also, so you, you think, therefore. Yeah. So some people you would. <laughs> the old saying goes, you, you think, therefore. Yeah. <laughs> I think, therefore, okay. I am. Okay. Like, you think, therefore. Yeah. Whatever you think. <laughs> that's going on a t shirt. That's it. Whatever you think, you become. Yeah, it's. I think it's. It, yeah, it can only help. I think it's difficult to try and you know. But I think I. I genuinely. I know that when I feel positive about something, you. Yeah, you do. It's not just the confidence that comes with it. It. It makes you feel. I don't know. More alive. I guess. I'm still thinking of using the word bookum. It's not chasing a book. Bookum. Doth bookum. Bookum bars. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So some people would say that it, it could have been it could have been that God like worked through him. There's countless evidence of that happening um, in the Bible. Christian communities still see healings all across the world. I've got countless testimonies, um, not of myself, but of things I've witnessed. Like people see that happening, or they witness something similar to that um talked about a few on uh, episode four miracles we've, we've talked about that in miracles um was that episode four it might have been episode five, five i think five yeah you find us five um oh yeah weird weird media was mine it was number four but then some people again use the placebo effect and others still would say that they agree that he had some kind of physician friend mm. that would help him out and that boosted his ego who's someone who seem to love being in the centre of attention, seem to like being in the limelight. Yeah, yeah. So some people would say that. But then again, uh, you can't... When it's haemophilia, You can't, like like we've said, it's not exactly... It's not like a bad back. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't fake it. It's it's a physical sign that... So, and people that would be quite impressive. That effect, yeah. Like Rachel's granddad has got haemophilia. Yeah. And when it, it's like a nightmare, every time he has to go to the hospital to try and... And it's like it's still quite a process. I would never shave if I was a hemophilia. No, it's have a beard. No, forget it. Just not worth it, is it? No. Um, I don't even know what they do. Mm. I don't know. Like, so if you're listening and you've got haemophilia, no. Yeah, like this educators. is just a wig on a side. One wig. One, two, three cuts, four cuts on my hands yeah. from my trousers all the time. What do you do as a job of work? What does he? What do you do? Racial granddad. Oh, he. I don't. I don't know what he did. Something. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Work at a knife factory. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he used get a paper cut. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was. No, I don't think he was using like a Stanley knife every Leo day. Do donate blood? <laughs> doff, doff blood and get a few bags out of that. Yeah. So healing. Yeah. So the main theories are that it was God and God used him as like a uh, I don't know, like a conduit. conduit is the word I was looking for. Uh, or like a vessel to work through, yeah, yeah. or placebo effect, or his, his physician, some friend. kind of physician. Um, or he just knew like a little 
medical tactic he'd worked out on his own and didn't tell anyone. Some, um... Or, or, some, or, the, or the shitty glue. Some of, his critic, drunk. some of his critics have said that... Um, Finish your blood, doesn't it? Makes it you want it thicker, though? He wants it thicker to coagulate. Maybe he got him sober, then. Yeah. How would you um, thicken the blood? Wasn't, oh, didn't they say that Rasputin was always drunk and that thing before? He was a proper debaucherous fellow, yeah. So yeah. maybe he knew how to f- f- thicken blood because he thickened his own blood when he was drunk. Because it was thin all the time. No. <laughs> maybe it was God. Mm. Uh, so... But apart, um, sorry, I'm trying to find something. There was one thing that I'd found, and I knew if I didn't try and highlight it or something, I'd never find it again. Should have highlighted it. Uh, is it that Rasputin couldn't lie? <laughs> no. He always lied. I say Raham Lincoln, I think. Honest Abe. Oh, hi- hypnosis was obviously was another one. Uh, I can't Maybe find... Maybe use hypnosis. Yeah, but how can you hypnotise someone to stop bleeding? Hypnotise them to be positive. I don't know, I don't know much about hypnosis. That's another episode, don't isn't it? Don't bleed... Stop your... Yeah, I, I did put hypnosis on our list. Um, talk about, like, free will and hypnosis and stuff. Free Willy. Yeah, free Willy. Um, the Free Willy trilogy. The Wild. But he... Uh, yeah. Recommendation of the week, Free Willy trilogy. No. Free trilogy. Other, uh, other critics have said it can't have been God because he had to keep on... Are they atheists? <laughs> no, just because... Well, no, but mo- quite a few people at that time did believe in God. They just yeah. They just said that... <laughs> Quite a few people in that time did believe in God. What? They did. Oh, sorry. Doth believeth in God. <laughs> uh, it's probably only now in history that people don't, isn't it? God. Like, isn't the percentage on the planet still like more people do, though? Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, like, it's there's never been this high. In there, there's like, something like 30,000 new Christians in China every day. Alone, just in China, and that's only in Christians as well. In India, obviously, but in the East, it's always been Buddhism, Taoism, and so Christianity over there is different. So, but here it's always been. it's very underground over there. You're not you're not allowed to be a Christian over there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's they're just being rebels. Like, they're not allowed to be a Christian over there. You can't have Bibles. Can't have more than one kid. So you have people who you have people who have contacts in China who are just desperate. They've got they're like got a thousand people here who are desperate for a Bible. So you get people that smuggle Bibles in. I can sell them for a big price. No, they just give them to them. They're missing a trick, mate. (laughs) Missing a trick. I'm going to China, mate. (laughs) I'm taking with me. Ten Bibles. Bible up your belt. Ten grand each, please. Ten grand each. Can't put a price on faith. Oh, can't you? But uh, anyway, so that that was the healing incident. But they people say, well, you should God shouldn't have had to have kept on healing him because he kept <laughs> having to meet him. God's just like for fuck, like, <laughs> just deal with it once and for all. Finger on the leak. <laughs> no, God would have tape. No, because if you're faith, imagine he heals someone, and then they go, ah, I'm an atheist. That's why he heals them every time. Right. Boom, dispelled. God only heals on a on a case by case basis. He would never heal you 100%. Because what if you become a c- He'd be like, oh, I wish I could unheal a lot of you. But he can't. He can't unheal people. That, that's, what's on, that's like God's thought process. He can, though. He no, can no. do anything. No, the devil's the one who makes them bad. He makes them good. He can't make people then bad from if, good because he wouldn't be God. He wouldn't be good. Theolo- God is good, question. Yeah. Would Could God heal someone and take away that healing? No. 
He wouldn't do that. No, not in my, not in my, not in my opinion. You're right, then, Tizzy. Yeah, because if you put a one more eye well, in yeah, God, the devil isn't as strong as God, right? Not in my. So he wouldn't be able to undo God's work. If you put one more eye in God, it's good. Yeah, it's good. If you put Looking like a true theologian, if you put if you, a B A B devil is bad. If you take the D away from devil, what have you got? Evil, evil. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> evil, <laughs> evil, <laughs> evil. I thought if you, you said add... B. I was like, there isn't. I was like, true question. Yeah. If you add the missing words, you get don't. Which is Homer, which is the middle ground. Right, man. the everyman. Man. Yeah. Homan. I mean... Evil, dead. So in, in, a, in a more Homer, full... Human. Human, no. In a more full answer to your Human. question, yeah, obviously Human. God's God and he can do what he wants, but in my he opinion... <laughs> he couldn't buy an iPod. In my opinion, I don't think God would do that. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so... That's the only healing I could find, though. Right, People okay. seem to say, oh, he was known for being this mystic healer. Has anyone I can't else find anything else. healed haemophilia? No, I, that's the only that's doctors. the only incidence. In history. Doctors. Sorry, what? In, no. Really? Can you cure haemophilia? No. No. It's not curable. Medically. No, it's not curable. Not that I know of. Like, so, is there any instances? I don't know whether it's curable, but I, all I know... Uh, in, in my... From memory... Rachel's granddad goes to the hospital regularly to. I don't know whether it's you can a prescribe agent. pills to like yeah to thick it thicken it like corn flour. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's injection of corn flour. injected with porridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to salt off you with that. Salt. You could cement a pavement with porridge. You'd have salt on your porridge, do you? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, sweet. Oh, Scottish, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I like having. Yeah, Scottish salt. is like water and oats and salt. Yeah, I love that. Milk and oats, golden syrup, babe. Yeah, I love that. Well. That's good, you babe, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's no other person in history that has healed haemophilia through prayer or monkfish. Possibly. Well, no, I, I, I'm. Probably, I'm Big quite sure that there is another case of it happening. Mm. I'm pretty sure that that's not the only time in history someone's been healed of haemophilia. So um, if you're thinking haemophilia is like um, necrophilia? No, no, you don't just love... Blood. It's not philia. Philia is just... <laughs> so philia surely is like uh, like an obsession of... Or like an extreme of... Don't know. Something. Pedophilia. What is it like? Fill your boots, mate. Fill your boots. Fill your boots, mate. Is that philia? Yeah, that's where it comes from because it's excess. You fill what about if you philia someone? Necrophilia your boots. Hemophilia you your boots. You get philia up. Anyway, right. so he okay. hung around with Sar. Yeah. Sar Nikki. Yeah. Sar. And I never knew that Sar, a female Sar was Sarina. Sarina. That sounds yeah. so made up. Yeah. But you doesn't it sound like he. So this, this takes us neatly onto his prophecies. But I'm going to say, and he was fucking Sarina. It's like a soap opera. Yeah, pretty much. Literally. Well, 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 he was. People thought he was. People didn't. Um, they were close, and anyone he was yeah. close to got a bit of. I think some people would have put two and two together and yeah. thought, well, yeah. So it's kind of tenuous. There was nothing concrete, but some people say they actually saw them like kissing and yeah, you know, Well, you can see he's got a reputation. Exactly, he's, and he's a big character, and... If you literally just have sex with every woman you're ever around, and then becomes friends with a woman, it's only natural that people are going to be like, it's probably having sex with her. Yeah, yeah, people get reputation for a reason, it's yeah. not just, you know... But maybe he was innocent. 
who knows? But um, this takes me quite nicely onto his prophecies. Right. Okay. So he was he was a bit of a Nostradamus. I didn't in know himself. he had prophecies. Well, again, um, I spent quite a long time looking to see how many prophecies I can find, and it seems that in his last will and testament, mm-hmm. that was quite a big, like that was like a beefy te- uh, prophecy. Beefy prophecy. Um, he made he did make a couple. There are there are others, but I. I couldn't. I couldn't really seem to find those other references to other prophecies he made, um, particularly about the end times. Right. Um, and if you go on to like, there are websites out there all over the place dedicated to end times and like, you know, the end of like Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he made a couple of prophecies to do that, but again, I think it's kind of like the ones that because Nostradamus made a couple, didn't he? Well, Nostradamus wrote all his in like code because it was illegal to be prophesizing. Yeah. Well, it, I think, again, it was quite controversial that Rasputin would have been prophesying as yeah, well. Yeah. Because um, if you look at the Old Testament, people who were prophets were were commanded by God. And it was like a quite a big event, like a physical event that would mean that that person would become a prophet. Mm. And so people were saying, unless they carried this aura about them, unless they unless many people knew that they were a prophet, it was kind of like... Don't don't just go saying that you're a prophet, mate, because mm. you're not. Um, so before we come on to his death and what all things that he prophesies, though, well, I'm going to go through them now. Oh, okay, so I'm going to go through one, um, and then we'll look at his last will and testament, which seemed to prophesy quite a few things. Um, so he prophesied that Tsarist Russia, so obviously they don't have Tsars in Russia anymore, mm-hmm. um, would be followed by a nation where the worst and least able to govern would appear. Um, and he stated that that period of least, like the least able well, to govern... Was it like Russia or England? Uh... <laughs> um, so the Russian Revolution took place in 1917, but in actuality the Soviet Union was only constituted on the 30th of December 1922 and ceased not only when the wall came down right. in Berlin, but officially on uh, December 26th, 1991 which was a period of 69 years. Hmm. Furthermore, the last of the institutions... He would predict that, wouldn't he? Because 69, classic. Yeah, he loves it. Furthermore, the last of the institutions of the Soviet Union actually was not closed down for about six months after that, making it a few days short of 70 years. Hmm. So, again, all of this, right... I'm thinking, if he's close to the royal family... Yeah. You're going to get a lot of inside knowledge... Or just around, you'll be around people who are politically minded and understand how the world goes and understand how the political climate works. And then you'll get people, um, you know, like, for example, like Churchill was an unbelievable war politician. He was mm-hmm. a terrible politician otherwise, but he was an, he understood war. Good so you'd strategist. understand. Yeah, so you'd understand really. But really, 70 years. Hitler's not even up there though, is he, with those top killers? Who's the who's the most killed? Who's the most We've killed? Been this, We've been through this like twice. We've done this. Pickled Mao, isn't it? Pickled Mao. <laughs> Was it Pickled, Pickled Mao? Mao? I can't remember. I think it might have been. Uh, Chairman Mao killed about 70 million. Like Hitler was like seven on the list. Yeah. There was like Pol Pot was above him, Mao. Stalin. Stalin was oh, Stalin was way up there, yeah. Stalin's a proper toss part. Yeah, they yeah. all Russians that he killed? Who, the, who killed? Stalin. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. 
I, I think I think Stalin was just. This was on the first cults episode you did. We talked about. Was Stalin a communist? Yeah. Was he? In it. That is communism. I don't know anything. I know that Russia isn't always communist, but I just associate a lot of stuff with... Soviet Union was communist, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, if he was Soviet Union then. Yeah. Affirmative. I don't know anything about Russian history. I know a lot about... I'm learning everything I know about Russian history today. Well, Red Alert. (laughs) I've never really played Red Alert. Get a Tesla coil. Never really played Red Alert. Affirmative. Tesla was Russian, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he? No, he wasn't. Tesla was Russian. Where was he from? Wasn't he like Croatian? Czech. I think he was Czech. He was Czech. No, in fact, Croatian, because um, Lauren oh. said she went to Zagreb and they had a Tesla museum. I sure to Zagreb. Yeah. Hmm. They stopped off. Hmm. Um, so that was one of them. That's one of his prophecies. It's kind of bang on the nose a bit, but I'm not, I wasn't that impressed by it. Hmm. Takes a lot to impress you. Take, take it or leave it. If I made a uh, guess like that, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Would you be impressed? Um... Yeah, sure. Huh. Why bother? Why not? Tiss, will you make a prophecy right now? Think of something you really... Like, just think for a okay. minute. And then just give me something that comes to you. Like, it's like uh, it's actually going to happen. Just let me summon. Oh, yeah, let's see if we can do it. Go on. Tiss is holding his temples I'm with his eyes closed. For something to you want something in. to come to him? Yeah, I don't want to organically think of it. No, I've got nothing. <laughs> what a disappointment. You know what, I might even leave in all that silence. I've got nothing. With me just tapping yeah, away. I don't want to make fake ones. No. I want when I won't make real I want ones. someone that would actually come to me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Nothing came to me. I mm. couldn't. I was trying to think of the government. I was trying to think of Trump. Nothing comes to me. <laughs> so this is, this is why... Um, so just to kind of clear things up. So Rasputin made, like, predictions. Right. Uh, as did Nostradamus. But... That's not necessarily a prophetic. That's not necessarily how... I think it's pretty prophetic. But that's more of a prediction prophecy. Well, I'm just saying, I think that in in my opinion, there's a difference between a prediction and a prophetic word. Right. So... But anyone can make a a, a prediction based on facts and everything. I think it depends on... um, The Lions are going to win at all. So I, I, so I gave the example, didn't I, of the dream I had the day before yeah, the yeah. tsunami, right? Yeah, yeah. And how, for me, that was a, a real was like, like a revelation. I don't think you guys have heard it yet. There's a the ending story on Ghost Stories, Volume 3, that went up two days ago, is all about the tsunami and a prediction about the tsunami. Uh, okay. Anthony Peake uh, talks heard it a lot about precognitive dreams and how they are very common and scientifically can be explained. And the person who sent in the story about the tsunami went under a pseudonym and I said, oh, they're using a pseudonym, so now it's going to look like it was your story. Oh, right. <laughs> it wasn't my story. Um, but we can come on to that. I think prophecy is another episode, really. Um, but what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to read his last will and testament. Okay. And then we'll break it down. It's going to be a surprise. It's going to be everything to Bob and this. I write this letter, the last letter, which will be left after me in St. Petersburg. I have a premonition that I will die before the 1st of January, 1917. Did he? Yeah. He died on 30th of December, 1916. I speak to the Russian people, to Papa. That's who he, that's, he's referring to the Tsar. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and he used Alexandra's mama. 
Right. Apparently. Uh, to mother and children, to all of the Russian land that they should know and understand. This is almost like Princess Die, this bit. If I will be killed by ordinary people, especially by my brothers, the Russian peasants, then you, the Russian Tsar, should not worry about your children. They will lead in Russia another hundred years. But if I am murdered by the boyars and noblemen, they will spill my blood and it stays upon their hands. Then 25 years will pass before they will be able to wash my blood from their hands. They will have to flee from Russia. Brother will kill brother. Everyone will kill each other and hate each other. And at the end of 25 years, not one nobleman will be left in Russia. Tsar of the Russian land, if you hear the ringing of the funeral bell at the death of Grigory, then know if in my death are guilty some of your relatives, then I tell you that none of your family, none of your children and relatives will live more than two years. And if they live, they will pray to God for death, for they will see the disgrace and shame of the Russian land the arrival of the Antichrist, pestilence, poverty, desecrated temples of God, holy places spit upon, where everyone will become a corpse. Three times 25 years will be the black bandits, servants of the Antichrist, destroy the people of Russia and the faith of the Orthodox Church, and the Russian land will perish, and I perish. I have perished already, and I am no longer among the living. Pray, pray, be strong, think of your blessed family." So that is so like heavy for a like a will. Uh, yeah, I it's might not do one well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might do one. What? What? To Bob and both. Yeah, but I know it was a joke if you did it. That is so like. Yeah, it's got real <laughs> anger in it. Yeah, it was like he got really drunk one night, came home and wrote <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, so if we break it down a bit. So we've already said I will die before the first of January. He was killed on the December thirtieth. Do we know who killed him? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, if I am murdered oh, by yes. the boyars and noblemen, he was killed by two relatives of the royal family. Oh, At the end of 25 years, not one nobleman will be left in Russia. Uh, not sure on this one, but most of the royalty was either executed by the new regime or fled Russia. So we don't know. That's kind of tenuous. Fucking true. Brother will kill brother. Everyone will kill each other and hate each other. The communist revolution was a blood bath. Blood bath. Even after the revolution ended, the regime of fear created by Stalin continued the blood and hatred. Kind of tenuous, but yeah. None of your family, none of your children and relatives will live more than two years. The Romanov family was executed July the 16th, 1918. His other family members will also be executed after this. Um... So it's communism. Not all that. died in the course of two years. Uh, one of Rasputin's murderers died in 1967. Another in 1942 of tuberculosis. Disgrace and shame. <laughs> like the person, so I'm getting this from a website called damninteresting.com. Right. Disgrace and shame of the Russian land. Depends upon one point of view. Right. Um, so um, they're trying to, it's like they, he got one thing really right in amongst it, and now they're trying to tie things yeah. into it. Arrival of the Antichrist, Lenin or Stalin. Depends, you can take your pick, whoever takes your fancy. Both bastards. Uh, Destruction of the Russian people. Well, Russia is still a massive, booming, thriving nation, so that's probably not true. Yeah, maybe these aren't Russians. Maybe these are like a hybrid, different (laughs) Russians. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Putting the word in. (laughs) Poverty and pestilence. There were years of hunger and poverty following the years of revolution. Again, that's kind of tenuous because if there's a war, you're obviously going to be recovering for a long time after that and you'll be making do with shortage of food and mm. supplies and resources and everything anyway. So, Maybe. Um, 
desecrated temples of God. Stalin destroyed many, many Russian Orthodox churches and they were used as granaries and barns. Mm. So they desecrated temples, but again, if they were in famine, you'd need more places to, I don't know, particularly if they were desecrated. To do some granaring. Um, and but a granary some... doesn't grow anything, does it? It's just grains. Is it churns yeah. them up, doesn't it? But you need that to make food. I don't know how granaries work. Um, so that that that's pretty much his. Um, those are the prophecies that he made. But all of this is kind of intertwined with his downfall, really, because right. he people are getting really fed up of him by now. The religious really didn't like him. <laughs> He's fucking my wife. <laughs> well, the religious people didn't like him because he was using God's name for a lot of what he was doing and people yeah. kept throwing his past back. And like, you were banging all those women and you created this weird sect which isn't biblical at all. And, yeah, yeah. you know, so people get a little bit fed up with him. The royal family... He was like really charismatic, it seems. Yeah. And he just used that to do whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. And using, you know, religious excuse... To- to get away with it. Mm. Um, and if the, you can, if you got it, flaunt it, mate. The re- religious people hated yeah. him. Um, the like the palace hated him because by now they're like, you you don't have any political advice. Like you're not someone we can turn to in crisis or anything. You have no worth here. People were saying, well, we're all here on merit. You're here because what? People were starting to realise, like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, why why are you here? And I think people questioned him a lot by now. So he seemed to have got a nice swanky life in the palace with the royals for a few yeah, years, yeah. and then people Talked were on to him. Yeah. Um, but his death. So, on the night of December 29th, 1916, a group of conspirators... By the way, I'm getting this off of biography.com. Okay. Similar to Wikipedia. Kind I of. use biography.com for some of the uh, Nostradamus stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. I've never used that. Mm-hmm. I realise now we've all done a biographical episode. Yeah. With Tesla, Nostradamus, Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> Tesla, Nostradamus. And well, Tesla, Mons- uh, Man- Manson. Charlie Manson. Yeah, a little bit. We've done some like sort of hybrid ones. This is my yeah. first real biographical hmm. one. Um, a group of conspirators, including the Tsar's verse- first cousin, Grand Duke Dmitry Pavlovich and Prince Felix Yusupov invited Rasputin to Yusupov's palace and fed him wine and cakes laced with cyanide. Oh. Okay. Like, it seems a bit like, come in, eat some cake, <laughs> have some wine. It seems it's like a bit uh, open the door. It's like uh, Cloud City when they yeah. standing at the end of the table. Yeah. We'd be honoured if you would join <laughs> us. Would you like any? No, we've just eaten. We would be honoured if you would join us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And drunk. I like that they laid that table though. Imagine a party you go to. It's like <laughs> there's no way they sat down and met there. No, he was like, "This would be brilliant." <laughs> <laughs> Even just we a were. second. Um, now this is this is where it gets interesting. Though Rasputin eventually became rather drunk, the poison seemed to have no effect. This is where all of this next bit. People are like, oh, he was impossible to kill. He was, you know, this myth about him being this mystical figure who was just sent by God and impossible to kill. It wasn't impossible to kill, just the cyanide didn't work. Um, well, I had a cyanide and didn't die. Baffled, but not nice. deterred. The conspirators finally shot Rasputin multiple times, one in the face. Um, he was then wrapped in a carpet and thrown into the Neva River, where it was discovered three days later. So people say he didn't ever die. Um, but they just shot him in the head. Yeah. 
But also, oh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> people are like, oh, he, you know, he, uh, no one knows how he died. It's like, well, no, because they didn't have autopsy in the same way we do autopsy now, where we have a lot more information and you're Is able that to just look. hearsay, though, or did it actually happen? What, this death? This, this, this shot in the face. I found, I found more information telling me he was shot multiple times right. than I have information telling okay. me he wasn't. Some people dispute it because they want to keep the legend of Rasputin alive. Yeah, oh. exactly. Um, and then, although Rasputin was gone, the last of his prophecies was yet to unfold. Shortly before his death, he wrote to Nicholas to protect, so he sent his last will and testament to him, that if he were killed by government officials, the entire imperial family would be killed by the Russian people. His prophecy came true 15 months later, when the Tsar, his wife, and all of their children murdered were murdered by assassins amidst the Russian Revolution. I think that he didn't get shot in the face, and he's still alive now. In Argentina, or Hitler. <laughs> Living up in Argentina, yeah. No, I reckon he's still alive. Grigory Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. I reckon uh, he's... I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this. Do you think there's a resort they all went to in Argentina where there's like Hitler, Rasputin, Shakespeare? <laughs> no, Shakespeare wasn't real, of course he's not there. No, but the Yeah, come on, Tears, get your facts right. Oh, the Shakespeare, the organisation of writers. Yeah. Penguin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. The Ripper. I, the Ripper. I think... So he they tried to poison him. He ate a load of it and was just like, "Fuck it, my body's just like gone through so much sin. I'm intolerant to everything." Yeah. Didn't didn't do shit to him. He just felt a bit tipsy. Yeah. They were like, "Oh fuck this!" Shot him in the face. Well, multiple times. We multiple don't really times. Know. So wrapped him in a carpet. <laughs> so I wonder whether it was like, oh, this made me think of Mustafa from Austin Powers, right? Where he goes down like he's like burnt in the pit or he's broken his leg and he's yeah. like, it's actually very painful. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder whether, again, whether they just shot him and thought, oh, he's not died, but they shot him in, like, the leg or something, so, like, he wouldn't die necessarily. It's probably, like, in films when they shoot and they just miss all the time. Yeah, maybe they I was sick of it in films. Maybe they were stormtroopers. I get so sick of, yeah, I get so sick of, like, people running away from gunfire in films. They never get hit. Never. One thing I do get sick of, and I really hate this in film, drama, anything... Yeah. Um, is uh, like the villain stood over the hero with a gun and like I've been waiting for this moment you wouldn't do like you just kill him you just shoot them just do it why are you like well that's why when a film does do like a ballsy move I'm like it's like adrenaline you just be like I've done it when a film does a real like ballsy move and just like kills someone I'm like oh like it's way more effective like think of even like No Country for Old Men when the dude like yeah like that's ballsy that's shocking hmm yeah, exactly. That's it's a great film. Yeah, I recommendation of the week. Yeah, Country for Old Men. It's such a good film. Um, it's one of the films you don't need to have recommended though, because people are just like, yeah, I already know that's a good film. Yeah, no, same. I don't really like. Well, you get quite a lot. But of you it. don't like films. So I'm not recommending any films. No. Tish, have you seen Harry and the Hendersons yet? No. Isn't oh. that films? Films are shit. <laughs> films are shit. I've seen it twice since I last gave oh, you that DVD. Um, so that's Rasputin, basically. So he wasn't Excellent. the indestructible man that everyone believed him to be. Well, no, because apparently he died in a river. He was the destructible man. So some people did people say he didn't because of him. Like, did they go? Oh, Rasputin was so loved by everyone. That's why they did it. He wasn't, wasn't loved. Though. He wasn't really. No, I no, think the revolution the happened because it was quite a tense political atmosphere. Uh, well, like now, but he looks so mental. Yeah, 
He looks like a villain. That's why they use him in like comic villains so often because he looks like one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the classic look, isn't he? He's it? the when most... you look at when you look at that face. He's like the most villainous looking man that was actually real. Yeah, he looks like Treebeard but human. Yeah, but he's not a villain. Tree he's Evil John Lennon. What Treebeard? Evil John. <laughs> take, <laughs> take Dee away from Devil. What do you get? Evil. <laughs> evil. evil. He's so evil. Um, good is God intentionally God good no I don't think so yeah he named himself after the concept of yeah. good it's a good name like did point, God name himself don't know I don't think so I think people just named that's name. the name we give for well, why did we give him that what's name? Jehovah because like what's Jehovah Stuart would be what's silly Jehovah? Jehovah's God's maiden name is Jehovah God no in Indiana Jones don't Jehovah mean Jehovah is one of God's but there we go that's that's Rasputin for her amazing do you think uh, he was a mad monk? I think he was a nice guy. A nice guy. 41 died. Huh? Died at 41, didn't he? Mm, yeah, if, that, if that's maths, I, I guess. I thought he was a nice guy. 41 died. 41 died. <laughs> he was alright. Is this your own rap? That, that feels like a start of rap. I thought he was a nice guy. 41 died. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh... Yeah. Oh, he was. He's, he, I thought he didn't really do a lot, did he? He had sex loads, made a few prophecies, healed a kid. That's about Start, it. He basically was like a big. Oh, I don't forget he was a horse whisperer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't forget that. Yeah, he that's... was all mouth, it seems. Yeah. He just looked scary. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a weird guy, up jumped from like. He was a cool guy, though. I want to make like a, uh, a comic book dream team Drink my team up yeah. of. Uh, the historical figures we've covered so it's like a team made up of Tesla Rasputin and Nostradamus I want to make um, it's like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen I want to make uh, you know you've seen What We Do in the Shadows yeah which is a good film well a film you like yeah I love it is it like his documentary yeah so I'd do a documentary with those same actors and that same director mm -hmm. but it would be Rasputin Hitler and a few other people that have fled to Argentina all living on the same resort <laughs> oh, is this what you've been cooking up while I've been recording? Yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? And you're spending your time wisely. Uh, Taika Waititi. Bigfoot would be the there. Hitler would be there. Bigfoot would be there. Yeah. Rasputin would be there and one other. Not for Nah, that's what about too obvious. Tesla? It's <laughs> too obvious. Nah, nah. It's got to be weird. Tesla died, didn't <laughs> Tesla's not weird enough. <laughs> Tesla died. It's got to be someone who, like, we don't know could have not Oh, died. cheated death. Why don't you just make it like really perverted and send like the Marquis de Sade there or something? Hey. Well, maybe we should do Marquis de Sade and all his weird sexual perversions. Who's Marquis de Sade? He was like in Duran during the Spanish Inquisition and he was like crazy about weird sex shit. Mm, maybe him. Never even thought about doing him, but. Mm. Awesome. Right. So are you wrapping now, but Yeah, I'm done. wrapping. I'm wrapping up. Yeah, I've got to go. I'm wrapping up. I'm okay. done. All right. Well, we can't make Emma listen of the week because she's been listening of the week. You can't be listening of the week twice. But that also doesn't mean we're making Anthony Anderson listen of the week either. Anthony Anderson is never a listener of the week. No. Apart from my listener of the week. Uh, listener of the week. Who do you want to make listener of the week? But what about the... Uh, you sent us a message of... That's literally what I was about to say. The lady, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... Uh, okay, so... Um, listener, Roberta, you emailed us a couple of times um, in the last week, which by the time this goes out, it'll be like three weeks ago. Well, you gave a really nice response to the Sanity episode, which you just got up with. And also some good advice for Beef as a new father. Yeah. And uh, nothing for you, Tiss. 
Nothing for me. No. Yeah. His life's already sorted out. You'll be on the of the week one week. No. You don't no. listen to the show, mate. When was the last time? You, you haven't even listened to episode 50. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Roberta, uh, you know who you are. Your listener of the week this week. Thanks very much yeah. for your Thanks uh, for messages. that kind message, Roberta. It was really helpful. It's good to get advice when you're a first-time dad. Yeah. And the usual things. So, what is it? You can go on the website... And on, I just do the website now because it's easier. Weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com. Yeah. And on that website, on the right-hand side, you've got a Facebook button, Twitter buttons for all of us. Uh, there's a donate button if you want to make a one-off payment. There's the Patreon button if you want to become a patron, where you can pay as little as $1 a month to support the show. Um, and you get goodies depending on how much you give. And it all helps. Hmm. Uh, and that's what we're adding up now as well. We're going to be buying some new recording equipment soon. We're nearly on the way to a new interface. So yeah. pretty much that. Get in there. When the money comes through for this last month's advertising, we'll have money for a new interface. So, uh, <laughs> they don't need to know that then. Nah. Yeah, we're buying some recording equipment with the money. Yeah. Um, and anything else? I don't know, really. The t-shirt it. stuff. I'm moving house. Obviously, we're recording on the floor. But I'm moving house tomorrow. As soon as I've moved, I'm going to get looking for people to sort out t-shirts for us. Got some really cool ideas for those. A lot of people have been asking about those. Uh, and I've also got loads of stuff in this box, which I might start doing some giveaways soon. We've got... There's uh, a couple of misprinted Sage and Parry t-shirts, Ooh. which I know, I know people will want. What is it, Sage and Parry? Um, there's a badge I've got from when I did Weird London episode with James for the Victor Wind Museum. There's some weird stories, like books. But I'm thinning down some of the stuff I've got, so... Might do some giveaways soon. Let me know. I'd want to let me know if you want stuff. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Well, I'll, do. I'll work out how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll send some stuff for our listeners. Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Right. Rest so, you in your later. Go un- on. Until next time. Before you go rushing away, don't go rasputing bad vibes out there. Be kind to people always. See you next week. <laughs> what do you think about that? That's Stalin. Yeah. Quit Res- stalling. Right. Respute in a while, guys. <laughs> Respute in a while. As it's a historical episode, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to. Sorry, one ninety. What? No, it's episode number ninety. Yeah, yeah so yeah. All oh, right. Is it? No, it just lives in like it's historical. <laughs> it's historical. <laughs> it's historical. It's historical content. Um, I I want to end on something quite light-hearted and a bit of fun. Oh, this is. Uh, <laughs> like haven't been. This is this was recommended to me by Rachel. Right. Because they're these videos that she she that are on YouTube, um, she's like, I wish they didn't have lewd content in them because I use them in my lessons all the time. Right. But this is like a, a Russian oh, political history, um, showing you all the political figures, but in rap. So okay. We're going to end on this. Because, so Tiss is going to start rapping. But you guys, you guys, it's, it's it's good. You guys can learn a lot. Is it like a rap battle rap. between Stalin and Lenin? It is. I think rap battle. Pretty oh rude. my fucking life! It okay, is. Okay, so hang on. Let me try and um. How did you guess it? I just guessed. What is it? Rasputin and Stalin. Right, we're going to learn something. <laughs>
my bitch with the mad mom to be sorry Oh, how many dictators does it take to turn an empire into a union to ruin the strength? It's a disgrace what you did to your own people Your daddy beat you like a dog and now you're evil You're from Georgia, sweet Georgia, and history books unfold ya As a messed up motherfucker bit in the mind You're a superpower, but it paid the price With the endless disruption of Russian lies You're a man of steel, I spit kryptonite Big dick, mystic, known to hypnotize I can end you with a whisper to your wife Look into my eyes, you perverted witch See the soul of the man who made Mother Russia his bitch You think I give a fuck about my wife? My own son got locked up in prison And I didn't save his life You got up easy with that pickle, that boost cock I leave your neck in a noose to the trenches Shot, whole family shot All your wizard friends shot I never would've sold you pierogi Shot, stood on for days so you waste away I even crush motherfuckers when I'm late insane Let have let it so Trotsky out of the picture Drop the hammer on you harder than I bitch slapped Hitler And there we have it Very strange Very confused about <laughs> Confused. The whole situation. Well, there's also Hitler versus Vader. Isn't Karl Marx the one that came up with the the good comedy? Historical. <laughs> Historical figures. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.